your number one source for all things San Francisco Giants, Seattle Kraken, Denver Broncos, and Denver Nuggets. You're tuned in to the Case by Case Sports Show. And now, from Seattle, Washington, here's your host, Jeremy Case. Guys, we are going to be switching things up here in our second segment. We're going to be talking about some Denver Nuggets. Nuggets have been quiet as of late. Summer League has ended. We're just waiting for the season to start, baby. But something pissed me off. Something got under my skin more than anything. And it's this guy who played for the Nuggets and was a cornerstone for the Nuggets. And the Nuggets made a household name in the NBA. This guy's name is called Carmelo Anthony. Okay. He was on JJ Reddick's podcast the other day and basically trashed the shit out of the Nuggets. Basically. Um, if you want to go listen to it, you can go look it up on YouTube, JJ Reddick. Uh, but basically he was saying that, <laughs> um, that he was pissed because after the 09 season, which the Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals and lost to a Los Angeles Lakers team with the roster of Kobe Bryant, Shannon Brown, Pal Gasol, Meta World Peace, Jordan Farmar, Derek Fisher, Lamar Odom, uh, Trevor Ariza, Andrew Bynum, you know, basically an unstoppable team, and lost. Mello said that he was out, he was done. Which is funny because, and very contrarian and bullshit to what he told Denver media the next season, in the 2010 season, where he's, uh, I didn't ask for a trade. I didn't ask for a trade. Bullshit. And he tried to say that I didn't want to leave Denver. I had to leave Denver because Denver wasn't going to do nothing to surround me with pieces. They wanted to get younger. Yeah, Mello. And then he proceeds to say that the straw that broke the camel's back was Dante Jones was when they traded Dante Jones, Dante Jones. Let's look at Dante Jones's stats for the 2008, 2009 season for the nuggets, right? Let's look at it. Let's look at it here. Uh, points 5.4 field goal percentage was 45.8%. Three point percentage was 64.7. Okay. That's probably about the only highlight right there. 64.7. Percent three point three point percentage in 79 games, averaging 18 minutes a game. One assist, 0.6 blocks or 0.6 steals, 0.2 blocks. Really mellow. Dante fucking Jones. That was really the the just that was just it. Dante Jones. That productivity, which Mello said he was a stellar young guy and he was the future of that team. So I'm I'm really confused here, Mello. You say that you got pissed off because they were trading all away your buddies, Allen Iverson. They traded Allen Iverson away, and he said that was bullshit. Really? Um, let's look at Allen Iverson's stats ever since he leaves the Denver Nuggets. In 2008, he played 54 games for the Pistons, averaging 17.4 games, 17.4 points per game. Three-point percentage was 28.6, six, excuse me, in 54 games. He didn't even play all those games that year, Mello. And he was declining. That is why the Nuggets traded him. 
The Nuggets got two good years out of Allen Iverson, his last two good years. And you get pissed off when they say, you know what? This guy really ain't what he used to be. We're done. We're going younger. Yeah, we had to go younger, Mello. Because look at us now. We have to go young. Because nobody wants to come to Denver. Just like you previously said, nobody wants to come to Denver. No veteran with big name status wants to come play for the Denver Nuggets. So what other fucking choice did we have? You tell me, Mello. You tell me. Well, we're we're trading Chauncey. They they trade Chauncey. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Chauncey's better days were behind him. He won a title no five with the Pistons. Love Chauncey. I love Chauncey. By the way, just let me make that very well known. I love Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups is Denver, Colorado. Let me just get that very fucking clear real quick. But Chauncey was declining too, man. Oh, we're going to trade JR. Yeah, JR was inconsistent and is still inconsistent as fuck. It took until LeBron James had to go with him in a garbage-ass Cleveland Cavaliers team for him to even have a shot at a fucking title. So, yeah, he wasn't going to win. And your shit defensive ass that George Carl called you out for, because you, because I watched it, Mello. I was there. I was there for all your seasons when you played with the Denver Nuggets. You didn't play a lick of defense, even if it could save your fucking life. I used to watch it when you would go down and do your little stupid fucking dunk and throw down and then waltz your way back down the floor to get back on defense. You didn't hustle worth shit. The only time your ass hustled is when it involved you getting the ball or the ball was coming from for you to be made the play out of. That's the only time you hustled your ass. And I'm sure George Carl can confirm that too because he was with you the whole time you were there from the moment you were drafted to the time your ass got traded to New York. Okay, so let's 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 forget all that, Jeremy. Let's forget all that. Let's say, you know, okay, Mel, I get it. You know, you're frustrated with the team. You want to leave Denver? Okay, great. Uh, so what the fuck do you end up doing? You go to the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. I get when you're frustrated and you don't feel like you can win a title, but God damn, dude. Why did you then proceed to go to the most absolute shit team in all of basketball? Because they gave us all your good players, all their good players, in exchange for you. The good players and the young talent that that team had, they gave up in the trade when they traded for you. Danilo Gallinari, Team of Fame Osgov. That was the only hope you had on that team before, before you got traded on the New York Knicks squad. We got them all. What did you have left? Oh, let's look. Let's look. New York Knicks 10,000 2010 roster. Let's look. Let's look at it right here. Hold on. New York Knicks roster. Let's go 2010. Come on, Mel. Let's see who you left us for. I'm sorry. Was it in 2009? Excuse me. Oops. It was in 09. Uh, nope. I think it was 2010. He got traded. Or was it 2011? Jeez, I can't even remember. I'm sitting here. Yeah, okay, 2011. Let's see who you, who you left us for here, Mello. Mike Bibby. Mike fucking Bibby. Okay. Danilo Gallinari was traded. Jeremy Lin. Tyson Chandler. Wilson Chandler, who was traded to us, by the way. Let's see. 
Raymond Felton, Tony Douglas, Henry Walker, Anthony fucking Rudolph, Baron Davis, Iman Shumpert, Roger Mason Jr. Has any one of these names, by the way, has any one of these names ever been tied to a championship winning basketball team? Maybe Mike Big, Mike Bibby, maybe five, six years prior when he was in his prime with the fucking Sacramento Kings with Vlade Divots. But it wasn't with the New York Knicks. It's okay, Mello. Keep talking your shit, dude. Keep talking your shit. Keep shitting on the fucking franchise that made you, made you a household name. It was Denver, Colorado that got you a fucking shoe deal with Nike, with Air Jordan. It was the Denver Nuggets making you a franchise player. I was there from the moment you got drafted. I watched you your rookie season there on out. The Denver Nuggets busted their ass to make sure that you were the face of that franchise, even when players like Allen Iverson, J.R. Smith, Kenyon Martin were coming in, had bigger names than you at the time, overpaying the shit out of those players to come play with you. Even when all that was going down, we still made sure that you were the face of the fucking franchise, Mello. We still made sure that to make the whole city known and the whole entire country known that this is Mello's team. Even when Chauncey Billups came back after being gone for almost 10 years, should have got the welcome mat that your stupid ass got in New York. But it was overshadowed by you because we were in the height of our team. Even when Birdman, Chris Anderson, was at about the same popularity or even more popular than you at one point in time, we still made sure to make the world known, Mello, that it was your fucking team, bud. We did everything we could. And honestly, honestly, you're really going to shit on Masai Ujiri, who went to Toronto, by the way. And look what happened when they got Kawhi Leonard. One fucking piece, and they win the title. Gee. Wow. How coincidental is that? How coincidental is it, Mello? Your ass just couldn't be patient. I get it. Seven straight years of one and done is pretty damn frustrating. I was frustrating with it myself. I was frustrated with it myself as a Nuggets fan. I really was. I was done with that shit. But I wasn't ready to quit. I wasn't ready to give up completely to the point where I was like, I'll just go be a team for or a fan for another team. Bro, let's be honest here. Let's be honest for just five seconds, Mello. One thing that we all know that you will never admit is that it was your wife that wanted you to be traded to New York. You didn't want to go home. You didn't think that the Nuggets had no shot at winning a championship because it was going to be hard to get past Kobe. But had you had waited like five more years or so, who knows, man? Had you just waited? Had you just waited to see what the Nuggets were going to do? Because it's sure fucking funny how the Nuggets are contenders now, and guess what? Guess why that is? Because we have youth. Talented, 
youth. Did you even take five seconds to even listen to what the Nuggets had planned? Or did you just hear the words, they're going to trade JR, they're going to trade Chauncey, they're going to trade AI? Did you did you ever just wonder who they were going to trade for? Or did you just hear that they were going to trade them and you're like, fuck this, I'm out? Because that's what I have a feeling it is. I have a feeling that your wife was bitching at you. On top of the fact that you were just very impatient, which I can under I can kind of understand that. Seven years of one and done, and then you get all the way up to the Western Conference Finals and lose to Kobe and company. I get that. That's frustrating. But, dude, <laughs> I know it's a pretty common thing now for players to make it that far and then leave their team the following year, but back then it wasn't, dude. And not only did you leave a team who just went to the Western Conference fucking finals, you also left a team that was talented to go to one of the worst shit teams in the entire league. Like, honestly, for the New York Knicks finished in 2010. 29 and 50 fucking three. 29 and 53 in 2010. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you left a team that went to the Western Conference Finals to go to a team who was almost literally last place in basketball. And you want to tell me that you didn't want to leave Denver? You had to? No, Mello. You left Denver because your wife is bitching at you. She didn't like Denver. And you wanted to be home. Good luck with that, Mello. No, no. Just keep slapping the nuggets in the face. It's cool. It's cool, man. Because guess what? We are going to make sure that the only number 15 that ever gets raised to the rafters is Nikola Jokic. It's not going to be you. It will never be you. You keep on the shit. You keep on the fuck Denver Nuggets bandwagon. You keep on with it. I guarantee you, you will not have a, have a number retired and never be remembered in Nuggets history. I promise, man. Go ask Antonio McDice how that turned out for him. Go ask him. Didn't turn out well. Was a damn talented player. Was a pretty good cornerstone piece for the Denver Nuggets franchise for many years. For many years. Go ask him how that turned out. Not so good. And it's not gonna. It's not gonna turn out for you. Go, go, go ahead and keep trying to entice the New York Knicks to love you. Did you see what they did to Charles Oakley? Did you see what they did to Patrick Ewing? Both numbers up in the rafters of that fucking Madison Square Garden. What'd they do? They kicked Charles Oakley out, told him, stay the fuck out, don't ever come here ever again. And they couldn't even recognize who the hell Patrick Ewing was. And both of their names are in the rafters at MSG. Two of the most iconic New York Knicks players of all time, which you're not even close to. Not even in the same ballpark, Mello. Keep on with that shit, man. Keep on with that bullshit. See where it leads you. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Case by Case Sports Show. Be sure to like and subscribe on this channel for all your sports news and updates. 